If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Unless you are an early access patron or a YouTube member, then you're probably listening to this or watching this about a week away from the next Nintendo Direct. And if you didn't already know about that, then you probably missed my little bonus episode that I put out uh, earlier this week. Nintendo has announced their E3 plans on June 15th. They are going to be giving a presentation about 40 minutes focused exclusively on games for the Nintendo Switch and heavily featuring games that are coming out this year, probably a couple of games that are coming out next year. Uh, let's talk about predictions. Before we get to predictions, I just want to say, look, I don't know any more than you do. I am just making predictions like any other weirdo on YouTube, and maybe they'll be right, and maybe they won't. If you've been watching my stuff for any amount of time, you know that my favorite game of all time is Breath of the Wild. One, I adore that game. The sequel, when they announced that, kind of blew me away. I was completely not expecting that. The idea that it's supposed to be darker and more intense than Breath of the Wild 1, kind of like Majora's Mask, was darker and more intense than Ocarina of Time, is very, very exciting to me. They've been working on this one for a while. I predicted when it was first announced that's, that it was going to be a holiday 2020 game in order to come out opposite the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. That didn't happen, I assume, because 2020 was the worst year of all time. And because of that, uh, because of that, Nintendo ended up delaying their game. Although I, I guess they wouldn't say that they delayed their game because they never gave a release date for it. So technically, it hasn't been delayed. And that's why Nintendo said that you know, the pandemic didn't force them to actually delay anything, even though it did slow down work on stuff. Now, this is Zelda's 35th anniversary, and Nintendo just got done uh, celebrating. Sorry, I couldn't think of that word for a second. Celebrating Mario's 35th anniversary. I assume that this is going to be Zelda's 35th anniversary celebration and we're going to see a bunch of Zelda stuff. And I don't think that Skyward Sword HD is enough to really celebrate Zelda's 35th anniversary. I don't even think Breath of the Wild 2 is enough to celebrate Zelda's 35th anniversary. So what else can Nintendo do? Well, I think that they are also going to put out a... Uh, like. Kind of like they did with Mario, where they did the 3D Mario collection. I think that we're going to see a 3D Zelda collection. I also think that we're going to see A Link Between Worlds ported to the Nintendo Switch. Now, that one, 
maybe a little less likely, mostly because that game was heavily focused on the 3D aspect of the 3DS. And I mean, I can't remember because it's been years since I've played it, but I seem to remember like the, 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 the depth of field in that game was extremely important to solving some puzzles, but maybe I'm just remembering wrong. Uh, you can let me know in the comment section down below if you're watching this uh, over at nerdnest.tv. All right, so that's Zelda out of the way. What else uh, am I hoping to see? I'm hoping to see GBA games come to Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, we've already got NES games. We've got SNES games. I feel like Nintendo is... I mean, I'm not going to say that they're scraping the bottom of the barrel because there's still some some games that were on those systems that we haven't seen yet that were really, really good games. And I would love to see those games. Games like, and maybe, I don't think that they're on, on the Switch yet, but games like Ikari Warriors and Commando. Um, games like Chrono Trigger. Like, those kind of games would be fantastic to have on Nintendo Switch Online through those NES and Super Nintendo apps. But most of the games that people are looking for from those systems are already on the Nintendo Switch. So it makes sense for Nintendo to move forward. Now, somebody is obviously going to say, well, what about what about the, the Nintendo 64 games? I'm all for that too. I just think that Nintendo is more likely to go with the Game Boy before they go with the N64. If they bring out those games, then, you know, bringing a Zelda Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Wind Waker collection kind of takes the wind out of the sails, no pun intended, uh, from, from that. If you can get the two of the three games through Nintendo Switch Online. So... I think it's more likely that Nintendo brings Game Boy games at this point in time and um, N64 games later on. So Game Boy games, if that's the case, what are your favorite Game Boy games or GBA games? I feel like they would lump them all into one. Uh, Let me know down below because we don't have any of those games portably right now. All right. Uh, So those are games that... that I'm really, really hoping for. Let's talk about the things that we know are in the works, but we haven't heard anything about yet. Kind of like Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, but let's let's talk about Splatoon 3. Splatoon 3, if it gets any airtime at all during that 40 minutes, it's going to be a very, very small amount. Now, maybe they'll do more in Treehouse, because that is a multiplayer game and it would be cool to show off like a, a five-minute match, like a full match uh, of Splatoon 3. Uh, but I don't think that we're going to hear much about it in that 40-minute direct. And the reason is Nintendo has basically said, hey, this is stuff from this year and Splatoon 3 is coming out not this year. So I don't think it makes a lot of sense for them to spend any of that 40 minutes on it, but maybe some Treehouse time. Uh Splatoon 3, I'm not sure how I feel about Splatoon 3. When we went from the Wii U to the Switch, it made sense for Nintendo to... I I was okay with them releasing Splatoon 2 and having it be basically Splatoon 1 with prettier graphics and a few more things. But for the most part, I felt like 
Uh, it's kind of just Splatoon 1 all over again. Splatoon 3 is not going across gen. It's, it's, it's on the same system as its predecessor. So you can't really get away with that again. Or maybe Nintendo can. They tend to be able to get away with things other companies can't. But for me, I'm really hoping that they do more than just say, hey, here's the next Splatoon. I, if they're going to just do that, if it's not going to be um, any, if they're not going to do anything to justify that change in number, then I would prefer them just to release it as DLC and make people pay for the DLC. That's fine. But you got to earn that number, I think. You know, here's a game that a lot of people are excited for. I am not one of them, and that is Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta 3, I think it was announced two years ago, and we've heard nothing since. You know, I, I'm I'm sure that the pandemic had something to do with the delays or, or with the fact that we haven't seen anything of Bayonetta 3 in a long time. I think that it's about time for them to show off what they've got. So I am expecting to see something of Bayonetta 3 at E3 this year. I don't really care, but I know that there's a lot of people out there that do. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5, that one I'm excited for. I've never played a Shin Megami Tensei game, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. I'm very excited to jump in with 5, and we know that that's coming out this year. Well, okay. I think that it's coming out this year. There's been some leaks that it's coming out in November, and that like there's story leaks to go along with that. So I think that that's very plausible. And if it's coming out this year, it makes a lot of sense that Nintendo would talk about it at E3 this year, especially because it's one of their bigger franchises in Japan that's starting starting to get more traction over here. Uh, so I think that Shin Megami Tensei Five. I know it's not a first party Nintendo title, but it's definitely something that that Nintendo fans are interested in. And I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more about that game and how it's going to be different. Here's another hope from me. We've got Xenoblade Chronicles 2. We've got Xenoblade Chronicles on the like both of those are on the Nintendo Switch and Xenoblade Chronicles 2 even has an expansion, but what we don't have yet is Xenoblade Chronicles X. Now most of the Wii U catalog has been ported to the Switch. I think it's re- I think I'm ready to buy Xenoblade Chronicles X all over again, especially if it's been updated uh, like as a new version for the Nintendo Switch. I thought that game was really good, a very cool open world JRPG. Uh, you could do crazy things like you had like a giant robot suit that you could wear and then you could f- jump into the air and it, you could fly as like a plane it was weird a really strange very different game uh my only criticism was that the sound mixing was awful and the the soundtrack would sometimes drown out dialogue but that's obviously obviously something that they could fix when they remake the game uh hopefully they would uh but i think the xenoblade chronicles has been a a franchise that has been definitely gaining popularity in the west so I do anticipate that we will get Xenoblade Chronicles X as a remake on the Nintendo Switch at some point because, you know, the the Wii U sold criminally poorly. And of the people who bought the Wii U, the people who were interested in Xenoblade games were a very, very small number. Now, 
because Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was so popular, Nintendo said, well, let's bring out Xenoblade uh, Chronicles 1. And that was very, very popular as well. It makes perfect sense for X to come along. Uh, and I'm excited for it. So that's that's a prediction that I'm, I'm giving, uh, is that we will get a Xenoblade Chronicles X remake because Nintendo's running out of Wii games, Wii U games to, to remake. Uh, let's talk really quickly about some franchises that have been dormant for a while that we haven't heard, run, heard from in a long time. That would be games like F-Zero. Uh, there were rumors... I'm going to say two years ago, maybe it was three years ago, actually. I think it was three years ago we were seeing a lot of rumors that there was going to be a Star Fox F-Zero crossover game. Or, or No, oh, I'm sorry. It was going to be a Star Fox racing game that was very much like F-Zero, not necessarily a crossover. The last Star Fox game that we got was Star Fox Zero, which didn't do too well, and I think that it didn't do well because of the the control mechanics well first off it was on the wii u 13.7 million worldwide sold i mean the nintendo switch has already sold 20 million just in japan and the wii u only sold 13.7 million worldwide in its entire run so it makes a lot of sense to port these games from uh, uh, to, to port these games from the Wii U to the Nintendo Switch. But porting Star Fox Zero doesn't make a lot of sense. It had it was a two-screen game. You had your TV, and then you had the, uh, the, the, the Wii U gamepad, and you had to play with both at the same time. Now, I never bought that game because watching somebody play it, I, I said to myself, this does not look like a game that I would enjoy. It looks too complicated. Make it keep it simple, you know. And Nintendo absolutely did not keep Star Fox Zero simple, and so I passed on it, like a lot of people did. And again, thirteen point seven million. It didn't sell thirteen point seven million copies. The attach rate of that particular game was not very good. So I don't think Nintendo can really remake Star Fox Zero, but they could make a new Star Fox game. And I would really like to see a new Star Fox game on the Nintendo Switch. I don't know that I would want it to be as on rails as the ones that I've played in the past, but there's part of me that says that's what makes Star Fox Star Fox is the on rails. You know what I mean? But I'm interested. I want to see what Nintendo does with Star Fox, and I'd like to see a new Star Fox game. I would also like to see a new F-Zero game. I mean... I couldn't even tell you the last F-Zero game that there was. And to be fair, I mean, I love the original F-Zero. And I think I played a lot of F-Zero GX, I think it was, on... Is that a GameCube game? I think it was a GameCube game. But there, I didn't play any of the other ones. And I think that there's a lot of people like that. And I think Nintendo knows that the F-Zero games don't sell incredibly well, even though we are always talking about them. Uh, but maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to bring back that franchise and see what we can do uh, with a racing game. I'd like to see a racing game on the Switch that plays like F-Zero. Now, I've played a couple 
like Redout and oh, there was a launch game that came out with the Nintendo Switch at the very, very beginning. I can't remember what the name of it is off the top of my head. Definitely felt like F-Zero, but not as good as F-Zero. Uh, let me know if you know which game I'm talking about. It came out like right right at the beginning of the Switch's life cycle. Anyway, um, WarioWare. I would like to see a new WarioWare game. Now, Nintendo recently sent out a survey asking if you would pay $50 for the next WarioWare game. Uh, for me, the answer is yes. I feel like Nintendo could have just slapped the name WarioWare and done some aesthetic changes to 1-2-Switch and sold it like that. I'm glad that they didn't. I'm glad that they didn't sully the reputation because by all accounts, I haven't played it myself, but by all accounts, 1-2-Switch is kind of a, like, not great. Uh, so my favorite WarioWare game was the one for the Wii. Like, my family and I would sit down and we would play that game and you would hold the the Wii remote up to your nose and the the elephant pose and the umbrella pose. And I had so much fun with that. I think it was called Smooth Moves. It was so fun. That was a really, really fun game. And I remember sitting there with my family and laughing as we were playing it. And the Joy-Cons are perfect for a WarioWare kind of game. So I'm really hoping that we do get a WarioWare uh, on the Nintendo Switch. The last one that we've had was on the 3DS... It came out, I believe it was called Gold, and it came out when the Nintendo Switch was out, but it came out on the 3DS. And so I didn't buy it because at the time that it came out, I was, quote-unquote, done with the 3DS. I wasn't interested in it anymore. Uh, But I think there's a high possibility that we will see a new WarioWare title uh, at E3 this year. Uh, Speaking of games that we've not heard from from uh, for a long time, but were very, very popular in a portable setting... Now, I don't know if we'll hear about it at at E3, and here's why. The game that I'm talking about is Nintendogs. Nintendogs is incredibly popular, or was incredibly popular when it came out. Um, I still remember, I believe my wife and I were were taking our daughter to to Canada, and we picked up Nintendogs, and she was in the back of the car, shouting at her her ds at the time trying to get the dog to learn its name <laughs> which was hilarious and kind of irritating at the same time but also adorable um nintendogs is an incredibly popular game when it came out and i i know that it would do very very well right now especially with how many nintendo switches are out there but for me i feel like it's a game that is better it's more at home on on a mobile device. And I know the Nintendo Switch is portable, but I, you know, you just don't always have it with you. And it's the kind of game that would do incredibly well on a phone. I don't understand why Nintendo has not made Nintendogs for the phone yet, because it would it would sell like gangbusters. And think of all the little microtransactions that you could have where you could be like, buy this kind of leash for your dog and, and, you know, buy this cool toy for your dog and here's 38 dog bucks for $5 and you can use those 38 dog bucks to buy this, that, and the other thing for your dog. People would people would do that and it would be the perfect thing on mobile. So I think it's definitely time for a new Nintendogs game, but I don't think it, I don't think it should be on the Switch. I think instead it should be 
on your phone. And because Nintendo said exclusively on Nintendo Switch when they were talking about the games that they're going to discuss, I don't think it makes sense for them to talk about it at E3. Unless, and this just occurred to me, unless it's on both. What if it's on Nintendo Switch and it's on uh, like the iOS App Store and the Android uh, Google Play Store? Now that makes a lot of sense too, especially if it uses the internet to do like a cloud sync and you could do things on your phone and then you could do things on your Switch as well. Definitely something to think about. Uh, The last game that I think that we have not heard from in a long time, and it's been rumored that we're getting a new one, is a new Donkey Kong game. Uh, I think that it's time. The last time we got a Donkey Kong game, it was a remake of a Wii U game. Uh, That was Tropical Freeze. Fantastic side-scroller. Really, really high difficulty level. A very high skill ceiling with that game. But it was awesome, and it had a great soundtrack. I think it makes a lot of sense for us to get... Uh, a new side-scrolling Donkey Kong game, or perhaps even a 3D platforming Donkey Kong game. Uh, I, th- I know that a lot of people kind of went bananas when they did the unveil for for Super Mario Odyssey, and we saw New Donk City. Like, it would be very cool to explore that area as Donkey Kong. And, you know, what else would be cool? What if they brought Donkey Kong in as DLC for Super Mario Odyssey, and now you could traverse New Donk City and these other places as Donkey Kong instead of as Mario. That would be pretty cool, too. Uh, but although a lot of people would be mad because, you know, we didn't, we got to play as Luigi in that game. Uh, just We just got to be able to go find balloons for him, which was weird, but awesome at the same time. All right, well, that's it for my predictions for E3. Before we get out of here, I just want to tell everybody this really cool thing well, okay, maybe it's terrible. It might not be cool. It might be really bad. I haven't watched it yet. Um, one of the worst movies ever made is the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993. And I guess somebody found 20 minutes of extra footage and they edited that footage in to the movie and you can watch it over at the Internet Archive. I'll put a link in the description down below if you're watching on my YouTube channel. I'll try and put a link in the description of the podcast as well so you guys can check that out. Um, I'm very interested in watching it. Does it does it save this this awful, awful movie? I don't think it will. But it, you know what? It might be one of those things where it's kind of fun to just watch a really, really bad movie going into it knowing that it's going to be bad. But we've got 20 minutes of extra footage of the Super Mario Brothers 1993 movie uh, over at the Internet Archive. I think that that's awesome, and I'm excited to check it out. I'm going to try to watch it before the next episode of Nintendo Switchcraft so that I can discuss it. Um, Although, you know what? The next time that we have uh, an episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, it's going to be like E3 time. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk about it then. I'll talk about it at some point, but I got to watch it first. Um, Speaking of talking about things, I have been talking a lot about iOS, macOS, and the Apple ecosystem on my new YouTube channel, which if you haven't checked it out yet, please uh, go over there and subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything, and you can always change your mind later. But uh, on YouTube, look for 
Bill Fairchild. You'll see my stupid face as the icon. And if you are an Apple-like user, uh, like I am, then uh, expect videos over there as well. Uh, anyway, that's it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Thank you very much for listening or watching, if you were over on YouTube. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.